Hello and welcome to Stop, Collaborate and Listen. We are a podcast about marketing, collaboration and business and we're brought to you by Collabasaurus.com, the matchmaker for brands. Welcome back to Stop, Collaborate and Listen. I'm your host, Jess Rufus, and today we are talking about mentorship and network building, two super powerful ways to tap into your own growth and see your business growth as well. All of this is top of mind because my wonderful friend and co-mentor, Emma Green, have just seen our content on mentorship go live on LinkedIn to over 24 million people, which is really exciting. Um, And we both gave some tips around mentorship. So this episode is designed to be an extension of those tips. We're going to talk about how to shake up and expand your network and also how to nurture and consistently drive value from the network that you do have. So without further ado, let's get into it. So before we dive into straight up tips, I really want to highlight the connection between your relationships and word of mouth marketing. Word of mouth marketing results in five times more sales than paid advertising. But what a lot of people don't realize is that your mentorship and networking relationships naturally build on this strategy. In fact, I'd argue that networking is one of the best ways to drive consistent word of mouth marketing in the first place. There was a study done by Chatter Matters that found that 83% of Americans are more interested in purchasing a product or service when they've received a verbal recommendation from a friend or family member. So don't shove attention to networking and mentorship to the bottom of your to-do list because you might think it's all to do with personal development and not the growth of your business. The beauty of networking is that it drives both and that's fantastic. So I'm going to tell you a story about how my e-commerce brand, Number 2 Co., Um, and how a mixture of collaboration and networking resulted in us completely selling out of stock and seeing our largest sales sales month to date at the time. So back in 2018, I joined an accelerator program that put me in a cohort of nine businesses in San Francisco. In the cohort was Kirsten Kaur, the beautiful co-founder of Designer X. And over the course of three months, we worked super closely on each other's businesses, hustling away in a foreign land. <laughs> um, and years later, I had started my e-commerce brand and Kirsten introduced me to a friend of hers who had run an e-com business in the past and now headed up marketing for a software company. We got brekkie and chatted about business and life and ended up deciding to partner on a podcast season with Collabasaurus. And we ran a live podcasting event collaboration, got number two, the product business, in the goodie bags. And because of Carmel, um, and she's such a legend, she made a point to give number two a shout out on stage, drawing attention to the full-size products in everyone's goodie bags. And this got people talking about it. I've even got photos from the day of people holding number two and chatting about it. And that just makes me so happy. But that night, I got an email from one of the event attendees' mothers who ran a bougie spa in Queensland, letting me know that her daughter had sent her a photo of the product and she wanted to place a wholesale order, which at the time was our very first wholesale order. And then after, you know, a month after that, zero paid advertising was done and we absolutely sold out of product. And if it weren't for the network effect over years of time, all of this would not have happened. 
And a lot of mid-sized to large brands especially totally miss this strategy because they're preoccupied with hard numbers like Instagram followers or sales growth exact trackable results for every little action. And this gives small businesses a really big edge, which is exciting. Word of mouth marketing accounts for driving $6 trillion in annual global spending. It's near impossible to track exactly, but it has a ginormous impact on sales. So spend the time nurturing your network and it returns to you tenfold. I can easily vouch for this and speak from my own experience, but could I break down every Instagram follower or sale that came thanks to a network effect? No, because it largely happens offline, but I truly believe that offline is where the magic happens. So what are some ways in which you can grow your network and how do you nurture the network that you do have? Let's start with expansion and some creative ways that you can grow your network or find a mentor. Tip number one is TikTok, which I know a lot of people are still shying away from, but lots of very clever and impressive people are just starting out on TikTok. And this means that your comment or DM doesn't get lost in a sea of others on Instagram where they've already built a presence or have a social media manager on that account. I want to give a shout out to Maddie Avery, the founder of Birdcage Agency and Stephanie Kay, both are brilliant marketers who I've discovered on TikTok and I just love their content. Tip number two is membership groups. So you do get out what you put in with membership groups and there are some fabulous ones around that are focused on accountability and connection. Golden Brands is a wonderful new one that currently has doors open for a really limited window of time um, and does get you access to a really engaged community of growing brands as well as templates, workshops and access to experts. So I'll pop the link in the show notes for Golden Brands. Um, The membership window closes on March 31st, 2023. So you've got to get in quick if this is something that you would like to join. But membership groups are just a fantastic way to expand your network. Tip number three is put it out there as part of your update. So when someone asks you, how are you going or how is your business going? Have an answer prepared. I see so many people just respond to this question with, yeah, good, you? And that is a wasted opportunity. I'm definitely guilty of this. The amazing Rachel from Happiness Concierge taught me this trick, which is to answer the question with the present situation, but track Uh, sorry, tack on what you're looking for to get people's brain cogs turning and spark that network effect. So for example, if I was asked this question, I could say, business is good. We've just released our partnership with 99designs, which is really exciting. And what I really want to work on in the next six months is finding someone who can help me with X, Y, Z. That just sparks in the person's brain who you're speaking to, potential connections they could introduce you to or ways that they can be of value. Tip number four is to join programs. There are programs for all different stages of business as well as industry space and focus. So be strategic with these. They're well worth it. And I have the most incredible people around me thanks to programs like Heads Over Heels and the Austrade Landing Pad programs. Both really got me out of my comfort zone. It was super nerve wracking to do both of those um, programs, but both have expanded my network so quickly and in such an impactful way. I can't recommend them highly enough. Also, keep in mind that when you go through a program, half the benefit is the network. Pay attention to this. If you're shy, it's easy to get really caught up in the content alone and the teachings of that particular program. But don't forget that the network is a big, big benefit of this tactic. 
Tip number five is actually physically go to things, <laughs> physical events. Networking and mentorship is the kind of thing that leverages your own role in a company and isn't scalable exactly. So you're limited by your location, your resources. But as we've discovered in this podcast, it's really valuable. It's a really valuable growth strategy. So attend things like supper clubs, events, mentor walks. It's time consuming and can be nerve wracking as well, but it's well worth it. And everyone's in the same boat as well. So make the effort and physically go to things. Tip number six is a bit of a niche recommendation. It's Numi. I've got a link in the show notes for this as well. So if you're after a paid mentor relationship, especially with a US-based expert or person, this is a really interesting tool to explore. I've used it in the past and it's been awesome. Tip number seven is podcast interviewees, media interviewees, and LinkedIn key search terms. I say these ones because especially when it comes to finding a mentor, you want to find people who have been in the fighting ring and achieved the things that you want to achieve. So if you hear an interesting podcast interview, go a step further and reach out with a compliment to that person and start that relationship, spark positive vibes. Keep your fingers on the pulse with media interviews and stories on your industry or desired industry topic and do the same. LinkedIn has some really powerful search functions too that you can explore and have a play around with. Last but not least, tip number eight, nurturing your existing network is a surefire way to grow it. You want to stay top of mind and be useful and valuable to others, which brings me to part two of this podcast, how to reconnect and nurture your network. I've got seven quick tips for these. These are going to be a lot quicker than how to expand your network because a lot of these things are things you probably know already. It's simply a reminder to get back out there and nurture your network and reconnect with amazing people inside it. Tip number one is just to spend 20 minutes or half an hour to like reach out and ask if there's anything that you can help with. It's so simple, so fast and is a fantastic way to reconnect be selfless and of value to someone else and just reach out and see how they're going and see if there's anything you can help with. Number two is to celebrate their recent wins. So make sure to check out what they've been up to and celebrate their achievements with them. LinkedIn's a really good way to do this. Instagram's another really good way to do this. Even if you see things on social media and then shoot them an email or a text message, that's fantastic too. Tip number three is social media engagement and shout outs. So could you give some people in your network who you absolutely love, a shout out on Instagram or LinkedIn or TikTok or Facebook or wherever you've got a social media presence. Often support in this way means so much and costs you nothing. So don't be afraid to do that. It really gets people's attention and gives gives everyone the warm and fuzzies too because you're adding value by way of promotion for them. Tip number four is have a look and see if there's anyone in your network that you could approach for a win-win brand collaboration or marketing partnership. This is a really great way to strengthen a bond with anybody and also be able to add value in lots of different ways. Um, Tip number five is referrals. So I've had so many referrals come from my network. I've sent so many referrals through to my network. Have a think about if there's anyone you can introduce some people to, to refer them work or even just expand their network to. If you think that two people would get along, make that introduction. 
Tip number six is surprise and delight. So I love this strategy for customer marketing and retention, but you can also use this and apply this from a network and mentorship um, perspective as well. So sending a gift, a card, a handwritten note, all of those things go a really long way. I have a friend, um, Tammy, who I used to work with in PR, and she sends me a handwritten card or handwritten note every time I've achieved like a business milestone or it's my birthday or whatever it might be. And gosh, it's so beautiful to receive and it's so memorable and meaningful and nobody does it. So (laughs) you can definitely get, you know, a 100% open rate and such an impact off the back of a handwritten note. Um, I love this strategy, surprise and delight. And last but not least, Tip number seven, ask your friends to come with you to other networking opportunities. So when there is that physical event um, or program or whatever it is that's come up that you're a little bit nervous um, attending or doing, asking your friends to come with you is also a really great way to reconnect and nurture your existing network because you can give them new opportunities and also just have a little bit more of a safe space and somebody to cling to when networking is really daunting and, um, and scary. So I hope you found this podcast helpful and that you go forth and expand that network. Links to relevant tools can be found in the show notes um, and I'll see you next time.